Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kulbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Tuesday, March 19th. Uh, 2019, and we're here to talk about everything we didn't talk about yesterday, but Adam took uh, over the show and did a great job as always. Thanks for being here today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I had jury duty yesterday for the first time. Now, not really. I was called to jury duty before once and couldn't make it, so I got the excuse. A second time, I just plain forgot. No, really. I plain forgot. But they were nice about it. Finally, I was in the jury pool yesterday. I got picked. I will be gone all day tomorrow in jury duty. Uh, it's a one, I can't talk about the trial, of course, and then actually I don't know anything yet. Uh, I know what, what it's about, but nothing in particular. Uh, I was picked out of um, – there was like 100 people in the room, and then they called a bunch of numbers. It was about 20 of us, and they wanted six jurors and one alternate. I was one of them. So tomorrow – it's a one-day trial. They say we will be done by tomorrow night. And I have to tell you something. This may sound crazy. I loved it. I loved it. While I'm sitting there and all these people were whining and complaining about losing the day out of their life. By the way, I didn't because I had my laptop open. I had my stocks up. I had everything going. But I digress. Everybody's sitting there whining and complaining. And I'm like, what are you guys whining and complaining about? This is great stuff. Imagine you're going to be able to make decisions potentially on somebody's life. For a victim against a victim, for a plaintiff against a plaintiff. Don't you want to do it once? Nope. So we're in there during the jury pool. And I can, again, there was about 20 of us. I'm going to say about 10 of them on purpose did everything possible not to be picked. You can just tell the questions they were answering and the way they were answering them. And guess what? They weren't picked. They were not picked. I answered them honestly, and I was picked. So that'll be my tomorrow. Adam will be doing the show tomorrow. I will be gone. I will be in my first jury duty. And let me just say this. If you haven't, I really recommend it highly. I know, I know, I know. But if you haven't, I recommend it highly. So just letting you know. And we'll have, I'm allowed, I guess I'm allowed to talk about it once it's all over. And then I'll get into it. That'll be on Thursday. Anyway, we're here. We're here to talk about you and uh, everything that affects you. And, you know, the job market, the economy, your money, uh, the markets, and all that fun stuff. And we will do that. Uh, but first, if you did not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes uh, direct to you. Uh, email service right there, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com. You can press the button, get one month free at convictionleaders.com. Um, so I think this whole week, everybody's waiting on the Fed tomorrow. I might as well tell you what they're going to say so you know right up front. They will not be raising rates. They are going to tell you that global growth has not been as good as uh, everybody expected, um, that we stand fast, 
and uh, we are watching things. And if the market, um, you know, gets hit or if the economy really slows down, we are prepared. We are prepared to lower rates if need be. We can even uh, go negative rates or print money. They got this stupid moronic imbecilic thing called the dot plot, which is absolutely meaningless. I don't know why anybody talks about it. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Now, I have no idea how the markets react. Uh, all I can tell you is, we are a little stretched and extended here, frothed up, a lot of call buying. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. That doesn't mean we pull back. Interesting enough, today we had this big intraday pullback, then we had this close. We still finished down, kind of, sort of. We'll get into it. Um, the big next big story will be starting the third week in April on how the market reacts to all the earnings reports. I can tell you flat out that earning, earnings estimates have come down markedly throughout the whole quarter to the point where people are saying that earnings growth are down to 1% to 3%, uh, and that's not good. If it's not good, why is the market up this year? You know, we can go into this, that, and the other thing. A couple of bottom lines. We are the continuous belief that markets are being moved around by central banks. We are a big belief that the market turned because of central banks. We are the big belief that in unison or in collusion with Mnuchin and that President's Working Group on Financial Markets, which includes the head of the central bank, amongst others, they got together and said, crap, markets are getting crushed. We can't afford this. You want your job, get back to work and get easy again. Within three days, Powell did his 180. And let me tell you the good news for them. The 10 years of 2.614. The 30 years of 3.028. So the bond market has cooperated. It would be a different story if the bond market did not cooperate. So call them lucky, call them skillful, I don't care. The market cooperating has helped them out uh, big time. Big time. Big, big time. Throughout the rest of the show, let's see. Gonna do some more Boeing. Gotta do some Facebook. Gotta do the White House and predictions. Uh, and anything else uh, that does come to mind. But just combine yesterday and today, no complaints. It is a tech full market right now. Tech. Technology leading the way. Semiconductors leading the way. That's the best way I can put it. And you know what we think of the semiconductor index. Now we're getting all kinds of emails. All kinds. From people that swear. Swear. That the juice ain't worth the squeeze. That the semiconductors cannot be going up like this because there isn't a rebound. The numbers aren't getting better. Things are in big trouble. Yet they keep going up. There was a confab today with uh, Google and the games and stuff. They mentioned the partnership with AMD, Advanced Micro Devices. Now that one emerges today out of a uh, mid-level base on gargantuan volume. So just kind of sort of another thing. NVIDIA, part of that gaming. They buy Mullinex, Malinox, MLNX, stock turns. Goes from 150 to 175 in seven days. On a 53% drop in earnings, a 24% drop in sales. We'll know in time whether the boo birds, the bears, are correct. But right now, the semiconductors are leading. Simple as that. You have gone coast to coast in the semiconductors. New yearly lows the end of December. We are not at new yearly highs yet, but you're kind of close. And let me repeat. Watch the semis. Watch the semis. Watch the semis. Up next, full market wrap, movers of the day, news of the day, all that stuff today. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Well, the Dow was down 27, was down 90. You know what? Let, let, let me do this in order. How's that? So the Dow finished down 27 today. Uh, was it one time, let's see, 113, 222, was up 200, about. Was also down 100 at one point, and then at uh, 245, bounced back up. But leave no doubt, a little bit of uh, distribution into the close today, but no big deal. Uh, the S&P at one time today was up uh, 20, finished down 1. Uh, the NASDAQ today uh, finished up 9 at one time today. Uh, it's up 53. So a little bit, just a little bit, no big deal. That can change tomorrow with the central bank and their old doofusness and all that stuff. Uh, so not the end of the world. But again, I, I have to repeat something. Watch the semiconductors. And there's a lesson here. I follow some fundamental guys. Okay? I'm not going to even mention who. Uh, but I follow some fundamental guys. They've been all wrong on the semiconductors. All of them. And we're talking about stock price. All wrong. Every one of them has been saying the same thing. No way. Sell. 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 No sell. And as things move higher, you start hearing, not reality. Not real. Overvalued. Bottom's not in. While they keep going up. It's a lesson. It's a simple lesson that we want to make sure you learn. We learn all the time to not listen. Watch price. Everything else is noise. And we're not indicting these people. Because you know what? They had it on the right side when it went down. And they are fundamentalists. But you don't get paid on somebody's opinion. You get paid on more than that. So just some food for thought as we head into the end of the first quarter. A few other things. Boeing. Don't know. It was up a buck today. At one point today, it was up uh, six or seven. It was down yesterday, six or seven. And look, let me give you the positive. The positive is you've got to believe at the end of the road, they'll have effects. You've got to believe that. The negative, everything else. Seriously. The positive, you've got to believe at the end of the road, they will have effects. The negative is everything else. The negative is the time it takes to get the fix. And once they get the fix to put in the fix, everything else is how much is the fix going to cost? So the time and cost. But it's not just that. There'll be a lot of lawsuits. People died. And it looks like preliminary information. This is a Boeing issue. Now I know the people out there saying this is a pilot training issue. Okay, uh, we'll let the jury be out. But so far, just going by so far, 
how much is that going to cost? And especially if they're found to be, not necessarily the word negligent, let's use the word wrong. Orders. What about the orders? It's how, how many orders are going to be canceled for this plane? Maybe none. Maybe a lot. Estimates of between four and 5,000 have already been ordered. These 737 maxes, whatever they're called. Are we going to get cancellations? That's an unknown. So the good news is you got to believe it will get fixed. The bad news is everything else. Facebook. Did I tell you there's a little criminal investigation on them now? Just remember what I told you about Facebook, and I wasn't kidding. I think Zuckerberg lied on Capitol Hill. I believe they gave him a pass. I believe Facebook became what they promised they would never be, and that was a data-collecting monster. When they tell you they don't sell your information, that's sell your information or have your information given to several million people, and then they run ads for you. What's the difference? And I think they got issues. Deceleration of earnings, deceleration of sales. They just lost a couple of their very important people. One of the guys that basically Zuckerberg started with them, the head of products, left. Because Zuckerberg's going, they say, possibly towards a little bit more private stuff or a lot more private stuff versus this open source, open-ended thing. But therein lies the other problem. A lot of people leaving. I have a Facebook page. I hardly ever use it now. I don't trust it. I can't stand I can go on a computer. A friend's computer. Look up uh, Tours of Belgium. I go on my Facebook and somehow Tours of Belgium is on my Facebook page and advertisement. How the hell is that? It, to me, it's like a stalker. I think a lot of people are PO'd. I am. I really use Facebook. It's off my phone. It's off my pad. I'll go on the computer and go to it. But I don't do much. When I used to tweet, I used to do it towards uh, the Facebook so it showed up there too. Don't do that either. I'm not alone. Up next on The Edge, more of the markets, other news. The socialists are here. And much more. I'm Gary. This is the Minority Investors Edge. You are listening to America is talking. Investors Edge. You've got to be big with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Kulbom. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having a couple of good days. Um, again, uh, I was out for a jury duty yesterday. We're in the jury pool. Tomorrow, I am actually in a – will be part of a trial. First time ever. And as I said, I'm having a blast. I had a blast. The shame of it, so many people faked answers in order to get out. Seriously. Seriously, it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, so we did a uh, little Boeing, little uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. I-, I wrote some notes down. Bear with me. So we have a 2020 election. And uh, I would rather have somebody else as the president. And by the way, I'm not saying that against Trump. That sounds crazy, right? 
I think he's done a very good job with the economy. I don't like the divisiveness. I don't like the antagonist in him. Of course, he BSs a lot and makes statements not true. I, I, I would like somebody different, but no. Not from the left. Not one of these people. Not one. And by the way, I say that about Trump, just that there's somebody else better out there. He's not the best of. So let me just give you an idea of what has been proposed that affects the economy, the markets, you, your money, the job market, the state of the nation. They have now proposed, these candidates, a 90% tax rate, a 70% tax rate. This is a quote. 70, 80, 90, we can get in there. A higher estate tax, a higher corporate tax, a carbon tax, a VAT tax, a wealth, oh, I said wealth tax, right? A wealth tax, it's not even a tax. It's just a confiscation of wealth. The breaking up of the banks, the breaking up of technology companies, free tuition, Forgiveness of loans passed. A complete takeover of the healthcare system. Let me put the disclaimer in there. Even though 91% of the people are covered. Leaving the question, wait a minute, why, why would we have to take over the whole healthcare system if 91% of the people are already covered? Why don't you just take care of the other 9%? Well, it's because they're a bunch of authoritarian socialist dictators. This has nothing to do with doing the right thing. This is about authoritarian socialist dictators. And I'll throw in the word communist to describe Sanders. And, I, and by the way, I believe he is a communist. But that's besides the point. Uh, they are calling for the changing of the electoral college to just be the popular vote. And this reminds me of Harry Reid. Remember Harry Reid? Uh, now retired. Um, he changed the voting. Not sure if you know this. Well, you didn't have to have a supermajority for judges, filibusters. And that's how Trump got through two justices. So the Democrats do something to benefit themselves, but they forgot the other side may end up in power and stick it right back in your face. So all of a sudden, the left see that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Oh, let's just go to the Electoral College. But what happens if the next election, the Republican... Let's say we get rid of the Electoral College. What happens if the next election, there's no Electoral College, but the Democrats would have won the Electoral but lost the popular? You get my point? And also, in case you don't know, you take out California. Trump won the popular vote. Not sure if you understand that. And we can go back and forth on why the Electoral College. You know, a long time ago, from the French, they would... Everybody was in Paris, so they don't want a concentration of people to be in any one city to take, you know, so they did the states then. So they want to change that, by the way. I believe that's in the Constitution. They want basic universal income. We're just going to give you a check, but they're really not giving you a check. It's the taxpayer giving a check. Universal basic income. Sit on your arse. We're going to send you a check. 10000 12000 a year, whatever it may be. Don't worry about work. The Green New Deal or the New Green Deal, which in itself is just a comedy act. And we can go through the stupidity and moronic imbecilic stuff out of that Cortez woman who destroyed a great, great opportunity for Long Island City by Amazon going there. The good news is our poll numbers are going down, but the bad news is why does one person like her after what happened? 
health insurance tax. Guess who's going to pay for it? A government job for everyone. No, really, it's part of the New Green Deal. And by the way, that you know, that universal basic income is whether you want a jo- you can if you don't want a job, you don't have to have a job. No means testing. So we'll have this election next year. It'll be Trump versus these ideas. By the way, from people that have never even run a business and have been part of the economy, mostly they have lived off the taxpayer dollars. Think about that. And by the way, I don't like the tariffs. I don't like Trump raised government spending. I don't love the. I don't like the trillion dollar deficits. I don't like the the, the ridiculous twenty two uh, trillion dollars in debt. So I'm no Trumpster. But Jesus H Christ, he's making it, these people on the left are kind of making it easy. They keep saying no, we don't want Venezuela. We want Denmark and these other places. No, we don't want those places. And every one of the policies that they're coming up with is exactly what they've been doing in Venezuela. It's called authoritarian socialist dictatorships. And I'm just making the list, by the way. I'm not making this stuff up. This is what they're proposing. And the funny thing is a few of them that are proposing these things, no, I'm a capitalist. Yeah, I dunked the basketball today. Knicks are going to win the NBA championship. Authoritarian socialist dictatorship. That's the proposals. And I'm trying to get my head around it and my brains around it and I'm just trying to think, what are these people thinking? How do you look in the camera and say this is for the people and all you're doing is taking choice and money from the people and incentives? You're supposed to incentivize earning and work, not disincentivize. So I'm thinking, what is the matter with these people? And it all comes back to one thing. They're just authoritarian, socialist, Dictators. You know how they call Trump a dictator? No, 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 no. They're the dictators. That's my thoughts. Up next, back on markets. Whatever else. This is the one only investors at. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investors Edge with Gary Kolbaugh. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way, I forgot to tell you, they also want to tell you what to eat and what not to eat in the Green New Deal. No, no, really. Meat bad. But just remember, we have a government that tells us on the cigarette packs, the Surgeon General warning of cancer, but we're legalizing marijuana. You know what I read before also? No, really. I read this. I'm not kidding. Jelly Belly, my beloved Jelly Belly, has launched beans, jelly beans, infused with CBD oil. In other words, cannabis confections. What the hell is going on here? You know, I've been to college. I know what smoking weed does. It's not good for you, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It's bad for you. Again, this is just a money grab, and now a money grab from corporate America. They don't care about your health. How can they care about your health when they're legalizing marijuana? 
Oh, Gary, it's not that bad. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, be careful. That's all I can tell you. Remember, this is from a government that's got you $22 trillion in debt. That's all I can say. 22 bills in debt. Markets remain in recovery mode. What are the issues? Well, first off, the transports. And by the way, I have Federal Express down $10 in the aftermarket. I've yet to see what they said, but they didn't. the stock has been very weak. Earnings were down 19%. Revenues decelerated to be only up 3%. The transports are very weak versus most everything else. The small caps are very weak versus most everything else. The mid caps, I wouldn't call them very weak, but weak versus everything else. Just telling you what's weak. Uh, housing is weak versus everything else. And rolling over, may I say. Oils, while a little bit better, very weak versus everything else. So just letting you know, in no way, shape, or form do we have throw the dart time. Next up, being asked about Lyft. Lyft is going to be public before Uber. I believe they're saying something in the range of 62 to $68 IPO. They're now saying it's oversubscribed. I suspect it would be what is known as a hot deal. I do want to let you know the company loses oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of money. Uber. I don't have anything on it yet. They're farther away. Uber. Loses oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of money. These are going to be big deals. Big market caps. Adding stock onto the market. We'll be watching closely. But may I repeat, they lose oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of money. And I have a question on how long it will take. To be profitable. And remember, if there comes a day where the market takes out a certain finger, not the thumb, not the pinky, not the index, what do they call the fourth finger? I don't even know. The something next to the pinky. That leaves that other one right in the middle. If the market takes that middle finger and shoots it back at these central banks one day, then what you saw in November, December will be a cakewalk. And all those Lyfts and Ubers and all these companies that lose a ton of money, the curtains will come down. But central banks save the day again. Market's better. Froth is up. Ability to come out with money-losing stocks may be back in vogue for now. And we'll let you know how it trades, when it trades. You'll all have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Sit the procedure. Do make sure you hug your children. Maggie Nylon. 
This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.